you knew that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality, would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here is the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Crossroads to Awakening show. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket. I am a holographic mind reprogrammer, so I support humans stuck at a crossroads to awaken to their true selves and change the world from where they stand. Because I believe as a high-frequency human, how you see your life is a direct reflection of all the programs that are etched into your brain. And those programs can easily be shifted when you see your truth for what it is. So if you want to access your true self, find the at symbol crossroads to awakening show and let's get your party started so today we have a really fun topic and all the topics are fun for me when i speak on them however it's called transformational magic transformational magic and what that is to me is something that's the cause of your own transformation in this reality so transformational magic is when you can see what you're creating in this world on purpose. So isn't that exciting? You are actually owning your responsibility for everything that you create in this world. And the cool part is if you don't like the way someone or something is showing up, the only person you can look at is you. So you better hop into the space where there's a mirror. You get to look at and there's also another upside to that I know you're thinking upside are you kidding me if I don't like it why would I think that was an upside but the upside is this the programs that we have etched into our brain are something that we bought from someone else or something that we decided in a moment where we created a situation or an experience where we you know made a conscious choice to believe in something or create a um, a decision that you're going to base all other like similar decisions on that might not be serving you. It could be a lie that you buy about yourself. So you can look at that in many ways. It could be that you're not worthy, right? It could be, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're not the one who ever um, gets dealt the good cards, right? You're not lucky or you're not privileged or you're not, you know, there's many things you can make up in your head about what you're not. And once you've decided that, then it is so true. There's no other way to live in this reality except for, except for the decisions that we make about ourselves and about what we're seeing in our world. So that's the most beautiful gift you can give yourself is owning that. If you don't like something that's occurring in your world, there's two ways you can see it. One is you cannot control anyone but yourself. You cannot control anyone but yourself. You can see what's showing up for you in your world and know that it's, you know, it's occurring with another individual, but you can't, no matter what you say, you can't control how they take you, what they say about you or how they behave in your presence or outside of your, pre pre your presence, excuse me, my words are slippy today in my mouth, but you can just see it and not buy your own bullshit around it. You can see it and go, well, you know what? I don't know what's going on in their world. They're creating something and they are creating it. Like they're creating their own reality. I get to be neutral to my experience 
and then know what I'm really up to. So this transformational magic episode today is really about how you can actually create the shift when you notice that something is consistently not showing up in the way that you would like it to. And you just keep thinking it's everybody else not showing up for you or everybody else creating that and it's impacting your life. The only person deciding that is you. Because if you weren't impacted by it, that's your decision, right? There's no decision that that must, that must impact you. So we'll see what that looks like as we move forward through this episode. So transformation, transformational magic looks like what you can actually identify and shift on purpose so that you can see a difference. And you can experience a difference, right? So there's a lot of transformational tools in that space, but we're going to walk through the five steps that create transformational magic so that you can see it. So we're going to walk through one, two, three, four, five in that this whole episode is going to walk you through a process that you can see your own transformational magic and step into it if you so choose. So let me just run down the five so you can know what's coming. First, we're going to look into what it takes to decide that you are going to transform something and what that will be. The second is we're going to connect with your why. Like, why would you want to transform that thing? And what will it create for you? The third thing is decide to take yourself on. The fourth thing is the space of creation. And what is that through? There's a couple of ways to do that. And the fifth is owning the freedom of being free from attachment. So five steps in order to create it. It's not hard. It just gets to take commitment and practice because you can create on a daily basis and you of actualizing some type of magical transformation for yourself as practice. Keep at it. Don't give up just because you don't see it the first time. Give yourself permission to keep going and get it till it till it occurs. You experience it and then you keep putting it on repeat. So you get to be tenacious about it. And when you're tenacious about it, then you'll you'll get to the space where you can totally receive. So looks like we're going to walk into step number one and then we'll see what that looks like. So step number one is decide what you are transforming. Decide what you are transforming. So when you're transforming something, it's not because you, I mean, let's face it. I would say it's not because you want it to get um, more enhanced. We generally don't create from that space. Humans have a habit of creating from the space of something's not working or something's broken and we want to fix it or we don't want to see it again. We want to change it right? So the first one is deciding on what you're transforming. If you looked at something in your world and you decided that that you just don't want to ever see that occur again in your world, you're just tired of it, whatever that is, that's the point where you know, okay, that gets to shift. So you get to take a deeper look on what that looks like and get clear on what it is and see all the possibilities when it's transformed right? You want to look at the good and the bad so that you can be certain that when you transform something, you're not creating a worse situation for yourself because 
sometimes that happens, right? You think you don't want something, you want to shift it. When you shift it, it turns the corner around something that creates more disruption in your world. So if you could look into that yourself, you would have a more informed possibility at, at your hands. So imagine this, like sometimes too, you, you say things you don't mean, right? Sometimes we say things we don't mean. And oftentimes in a moment of an emotional distress, right? The same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. And you're just so tired of it. You're emotional, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're irritated, and you whip out the, you know, response that normally you may not have come to had you been in a calmer space, but you're just so sick and tired of it that you say something that you don't mean, right? So it could be, let's use a a relationship for an example. You could say, I don't want to see you again, right? I just don't want to see you again. They can't, they keep showing up the same way. And you're thinking that I don't even want to be close to that person when they, when they show up as that, I don't want to see your face again, or I don't want to experience this again. You're speaking into the person. It could be someone that you care about and you could be saying it to, maybe you're saying it to a, a family member, like a sibling or someone, and you just say out of anger, and you feel like it's just flying out of your face and you don't, you know that you don't actually mean it, but what that statement, that emotional response could create is the actual not seeing that person again, which could show up in many different ways. Maybe they decide that, you know what, you're right. You're not going to see me again. And that's it. I'm out. And off they go, you know, soaring off into their regular world and they disclude you from all of their, their life's happenings, their relationship, their connection because they took what you said as truth, right? So yes, maybe it's an argument. Yes, maybe you didn't agree with them. Yes, maybe you're frustrated because they show up that way all the time. And do you really not want to have them in your life? Um, I would probably say no with family. Most often, I mean, there's some that (laughs) maybe they do mean it, but you say things and that sticks, right? This reality records what you're thinking, what you're saying, And that sticks out there and starts creating with that, you know, that statement in mind, that belief system, or yet that program. So every time, let's say, we'll we'll make up an example. Every time you call your brother or sister and want to tell them something exciting, they say, oh, you know what? You're always talking about yourself. You're always bragging. You know, I'm so tired of you bragging. Meanwhile, you are just really excited about what you've created, right? And when you call them, just because you call them to celebrate something, it's possible that they don't have a lot to celebrate in their life. And they're responding in a way that makes them feel better in that moment. They don't want to hear happy things when happy things aren't happening for them. But instead of giving yourself the grace to know that about them, you might take that and turn it into like, they never want to listen to me. No one ever listens to me. How many times have you said that about yourself? Um, maybe as a kid, I remember um, hearing that a lot, right? From kids, no one ever listens to me, right? You're not listening. And so when you buy that, no one's ever listening to me statement, when you say it over and over again, there's a program that gets created that says, yeah, you know what? When something really meaningful occurs and you say it out loud, no one ever listens to you. And what do you think of the programs that you create after that? right? No one ever listens to you. So why should I bother saying anything at all? Or better yet, 
and better yet, worse yet, why am I even creating anything exciting when I can't share it? Right. So going deeper into the downward spiral of what's been created based on one statement. So one statement can really become an important, very important step in getting clear on what it is and seeing all possibilities. So if I want to transform that statement of, if I want to transform, I don't want to ever feel like no one's listening to me again, right? I don't want to experience someone not listening to me ever again. What will that create in my world in a good way if everyone listens to everything I say? And what will happen if everything I say is heard and then becomes something else? Am I okay with that? Right? So there's a lot of benefits to that occurring. Highly conscious beings really, really, truly do take in information and don't spew anything out of their face in the form of words until they're certain that their words are empowering or that they're, they've got, they're landing with some truth and some love baked right in because they know someone who's consciously aware will know that whatever they say is going to create right from that space, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. So allowing yourself to know what's really going to occur when I change the way I experience myself in the world based on the feedback I'm getting outside of me, right? So decide what you're going to transform. So we'll walk ourselves through the transformational space of you know, not being heard. That's a big, big one of people not being heard in this world. Imagine if everyone just took a moment to listen, like to truly listen to what someone, whether it's someone that they really truly care about is saying, or a friend or a neighbor, or perhaps a really upset child or upset teenager, instead of just knowing that they're having a fit and you want to fix it. What if you really truly listen to what they were saying? And what if you had the magical sense to hear underneath the hearing, like listening to the listening so that without the proper words being used, you can actually catch what they're really trying to say and then deliver a completely new supportive response, right? So you could create some powerful stuff on uh, shifting the not being listened to right? So you may have created that in your world to be what it is. And only, you know, if you have this thing where you feel like no one ever listens to you, then own it, own the space that you, you have created that space for yourself. That's why it's there. And you have the ability to shift it. So let's walk through this episode and practice what it would feel like to shift the not being listened to piece, right? That program that a lot of us have, right? When we feel like we haven't been heard, our voice doesn't matter. Maybe. So we're going to walk into our first break. And when we come back, we're going to lean into the next four topics and see what's possible for you when you have something that stands in the way from you and what you'd like to have. So we'll be right back. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show. So blessed you're here. Wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be. What would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. 
The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, welcome back. So now we're getting into the second piece. Take to the next level of what actually works. So when you're connecting into and deciding what you're transforming, what, what's getting in the way, then you're going to identify that thing that's going to shift everything in your world right? Everything in your world. When you do that, you're going to decide and connect with your why. Why do you want to change that? Right? Why do you want that one thing in your world to not be there again? I mean, we're speaking into the example of not being heard. So when you're not being heard, what are all the repercussions of that? How many times do you feel worthless because no one's listening to you? You might have the most impactful thing to say, And when you speak, no one hears you. Maybe they interrupt you all the time. Maybe they don't give you a chance to complete your statement and and land your point. Or you just totally feel like you don't exist in the world because no matter what you say, it's not being heard. Like you're not even supporting the people you'd like to support because they haven't got their listening ears on to hear you. So it's not being impactful. And excuse me, that could go through your whole life. It could be with your family. It could be with your friends. It could be, you know, with your colleagues, with the people in your workplace. If that's the case, how much more difficult can you make it for yourself when your colleagues won't even like hear what you have to say? Now, let's get this really straight before we decide we're going to connect with our why for why we want to change that. If you're not being heard and you're making up other assumptions or stories about why you're not being heard, Imagine from that space, like in your mind or in your heart, when you're not heard, what's the next level down? Well, I don't like obviously mean anything. Like I'm, you know, self-worth is low now because if I'm not worth anything to be heard, right? If I have a lack of self-worth, no one wants to hear what I say anyway, because it doesn't mean anything to them. So I must be worthless because everything I say goes to the wayside, right? No one wants to hear it. No one wants to listen to me. And it could create a deeper spiral, deeper spiral down into places that are really dark and lonely, 
right? So there's a lot more to what's created when you have these programs in the way. They really, truly don't create anything but connections to the original decision. No one listens to me. Now, we spoke a little before the break about what that could look like. It could have been when you were a kid. And when you were asking for something, or maybe you were trying to talk over a sibling, or you're trying to get your point across, or you're being blamed for something, and you were trying to explain yourself, and your mom or your dad just wouldn't listen to your explanation. They just automatically decided that you were at fault. No matter what you said, you weren't able to actually um, get your point across. And maybe you weren't at fault, right? Maybe you had a really good reason, or maybe it was an accident, whatever that looked like. But when you made the decision that no one ever listens to you, I can remember those times, right? Um, trying to get your point across, attempting not to be blamed when you know that you didn't do something and you're getting blamed anyway, no one's listening and you still get, you know, you still get blamed for it. You still um, are, whether you're punished or in some way, shape or form for something that you know you didn't do. In that moment, your decision is this, no one ever listens to me right? No one ever listens to me. And when you make that statement with such emotional fervor, you have now planted that program in the consciousness and are now living with that program over and over. So you may have grown up doing your thing and yeah, maybe people didn't listen to you, but you didn't care. Maybe your teenage years and on the way through to adulthood and you're now a grown adult and you still feel maybe in your workplace, so back to that again, that no one's listening to you. Doesn't matter how great your ideas are, how much you could solve the problem that they have in front of you, somehow, some way, you either get skipped over or when you go to speak, someone else you know, interrupts and then your point doesn't get landed. So there are very clear emotional triggers when you want to go say something that really matters and in the back of your head you have that program running of like why would I bother no one's going to listen to me anyway so it becomes tough right because no matter where you look you're going to see the same thing what you've decided is absolutely true no one listens to you and so you're going to now collect evidence of that everywhere you go so now we're at step two connect with your why what will this create for me moving forward if I change the program that no one ever listens to me what transformational magic could occur for me if i change that because that seems to be what keeps showing up for me so go dive deep into the what will that create (laughs) um what would happen if someone listened to me okay so when i go into my workplace and we're having a meeting and everyone's throwing their ideas around i have a really great idea i'm going to pop my voice in, whether I'm going to raise my hand first, I'm going to get the attention of everyone. I'm going to deliver a message. And now the shifted viewpoint is they're actually going to hear me. Wow. They actually heard me. Not only did they hear me, they paused to ask me questions, right? About what I said. So they're actually hearing me and now they're, they're asking questions into that possibility. So now I'm able to land further, deeper details into what's truly possible. (laughs) Let's go in your family and see what it looks like to um, have something to say in your family. Maybe it's a family dispute. I mean, when I say, well, let's use the example, family dispute. Perhaps there's an adult family that you're, you know, dealing with and 
in your adult family, there's your siblings and you're trying to make decisions maybe for your parents, right? There's always those decisions of, well, you know, maybe it's time for our parents to move into a more secure area, or maybe they get to be moved into a more assisted living area. So you're having a conversation around that. And because of that, then you are now aware that your siblings don't listen to you, right? Where your siblings don't listen to you, what occurs then is you feel like you're getting walked all over and all this, the memories are coming about where they never did listen to you before. So now they're still not listening to you and you can't actually get a land a proper point about your parents. What would actually happen if your parents uh, well-being was at your home where when you landed something, it actually got heard, right? You are, you actually were heard and supported. What would that look like? Perhaps you would get your parents into the best uh, assisted living place ever because you landed the beautiful reasons why they get to be supported in the way they do. And your siblings all heard you and started asking you questions about what's possible so that you, they could support you and what that looked like. So well, that could be a check, right? We're going to check that for a good one as well. So now you're connecting the dots to see why shifting the not being heard is not just a small thing. What happens when you begin to be heard? So we're shifting the not being heard piece of it, but what would begin to happen to your well-being and your way of being and your posturing in yourself when you begin to realize that your voice matters? What would you then get to know about yourself? You would realize that, oh, confidence would be up, right? It's going up the scale there. Your self-esteem, your self-worth, all the things start going into the positive direction because now instead of not being heard, which is what you used to always source, you're now sourcing your words to matter. Makes a big difference because what happens, let's just go a little deeper, when your words matter. When your words matter, you now have a voice, right? You now have a voice, good, better, and different. It doesn't matter to you what they think of you or what anyone thinks of you, what matters is you're coming from your heart and your voice matters. You get to then be your authentic self, knowing that there's no barriers to you creating from a space of truth. Because you're not now thinking about no one's going to listen to me or why am I bother even being in this meeting because they're not going to hear me anyway. You're now leaning into the space of guess what? My word actually matters. So I get to land my message gracefully in the space of truth. You're actually going to have the com the constant uh, conversation in your head around, okay, how do I get to land this so I serve everyone in the highest good? How do I get to land the message with my family or my siblings, knowing that I could change the way my, you know, whether it's your parents live or how can I land the message with my colleagues now that they can hear me so that I could support everyone? It's a big difference when you allow yourself to be heard. And I say allow yourself because the program that stopped you before was one of consistently deciding that you're never, ever being heard, right? No one listens to me. That program becomes so. When we shift it, the whys of what could be created when you're being heard matter. So we're seeing in this case that it would be a great thing 
the ship and not being heard to being heard and having your voice matter. So that's wonderful. So then we slip into number three, which is decide to take yourself on, right? Decide to take yourself on. What does that really mean? It means that you're now realizing that whatever program you had before that's getting in the way, it gets to be changed. You've now did a little test on it. You see that it's going to go in a good way. I mean, let's look back. Would it go bad to be heard? I guess it depends on whether you're saying something that you're your way of being when you say it. Are you saying something because you want to hurt something, someone or probably not or that you want to be right, whether you are or not, that's not really a great come from either. But I imagine if you're listening to this podcast episode or this radio show uh, episode while it's live, your way of being, if you're attracted to this type of show, is that you're coming from a heartfelt space. You're coming from a heart-centered space. So having your voice heard would be a magical experience. So we've got like all good things to being heard, right? So when you're looking into deciding to take yourself on, what that really means is Decide you're going to know that you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to get messy. So it's your permission slip to get messy with everything you're creating because it's going to be different, right? You get messy and then you're going to commit to the messy. You're going to commit to the uncomfortability. You're going to commit to saying things that you sometimes don't realize how they land. They may land well and they will hear you, but you've just shifted from not being heard to being heard and that's different. So you're really going to get messy and uncomfortable. So we're going to walk into our second break and we're going to give ourselves permission to get messy. What would that look like? So go deep into your, you know, your thought box and your head and pull out something like not being heard, if that's yours or something else that you can connect to, to walk through these steps with us. So we can see if we can create some transformational magic today with you that's where we're headed so we'll finish off the last few steps after the break i can't wait to share them with you so you're listening to crossroads to awakening show with wendy pocket and we'll be right back if you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be what would it look like professional dancer ceo of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company a screenwriter with top billing shows and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, now we're back in. So once you decide to take yourself on, and that's where we kind of left off before, let's go through just quickly, if you're just joining us, what we are actually doing. This episode is called Transformational Magic. And what transformational magic to me has uh, five steps in order to walk yourself through it, because really, truly, you can do this on your own. So the first step was decide what you are transforming or what you'd like to transform. The second is connect to your why. Why would I want to transform that? And then go deeper into what that would look like either way, right? If you're going to go to, okay, what would it look like on the 
upside and what will look like on the downside to actually shift that. So you're going in with an aware idea of what, you know, what would be supportive to change that. Number three is decide to take yourself on. Like, why would you want to take yourself on anyway? That's what most people say. Oh, don't you want to make life easy? Well, you know, when things aren't working, I don't know what's worse, things not working or allowing yourself to get messy so that you can shift something, right? You're not hurting anybody. When you come from a heart-centered space, your intention is not to hurt anyone ever. It just isn't. Most humans are in that free space of love where they want the best for everyone and themselves. And sometimes emotions get in the way. And when you're creating from your emotions, especially on the downside of the emotions, you're not creating things that are going to support you. That's just how it works. So the whole purpose of this exercise and these steps is to show you that you can really take yourself on and go, you know what, this isn't working for me. So I'm going to give myself permission to get uncomfortable and I'm, I'm going to commit to getting messy so that it will shift. Because on the other side of the uncomfortable is all the gifts in the world right? Everything that you're after, especially if something isn't working, you could spend your life claiming the victimized space of it's happening to me. woe is me, or you could decide, you know what, somehow if I have created it or that I have created it to show up for me, I can also create it to be different, to let go of it, to not be in the space where something will cause me to feel victim to it but I get to be an empowered human in this world and create because that's why we're here. We're creators on this planet and we can create everything and anything. So this is a part of creation is undoing from your mind space, the programs that have once been placed there by you, right? By you, meaning you didn't go to the store and buy a shitty program so they could have a crappy life. It's some things occurred in your life that caused you to decide to decide something that is then called a program. So in this instance, we're using the example of not being heard. So we're gonna move on to number four. And number four in this process of transformational magic for me is being in the space of creation through deliberate letting go to receive. And I know most people have a trigger to the letting go piece because they're like, if I knew how to let go, I would. And I'm going to share with you a couple of tools that I use in order to create this space for myself and for my clients and others so that they could create. And what that looks like is meditation for clarity, right? Meditation for clarity. There are some things you do in your regular everyday life that could be classified as meditation. Um, it, there's not one way to meditate. There are so many different ways in every, in most religions, there's a, a participatory experience of being calm, being present and choosing a peaceful nature, which are all, you know, meditative uh, results created. So whatever you want to call it, I call it meditation. That's just the word I choose. I have no attachment to any of it. And it all gets you to the same space, right? Being present with yourself for a moment to be peaceful, to be quiet and allow yourself to connect with your own inner infinite intelligence. And from that space, be in allowance to see what's getting in the way and potentially just giving yourself permission to be given the gift of the doorway, 
right? Be given the gift of the doorway. So letting go of what you would call your past, anything that happened this moment and before to from the second that you were born, calling that the past, right? So if you're standing at that door, letting go of the past to stand looking forward, letting the past fall behind you, grab a hold of the doorknob, open it up to let yourself see your present, right? And that is the space of meditation where you are so present with yourself that the experience of you is all that you know. Then you open yourself up to using that beautiful, creative imagination of yours to imagine experiences, people, things, possibilities, ideas, uh, answers to questions, uh, problems being solved, all in the space of your mind, of the big mind, right? Collective imagination where it shows you what's truly possible. And you begin then to see, oh, well, I always knew this. Maybe it's something, right, that you've known all along. It just didn't allow yourself to know that it's possible for you. Or maybe it was something new altogether. Something you never, ever would have considered uh, thinking about or having as a solution to shift. And it shows up in that space. So meditation to me is of high importance. It is the one place where you can pause, your body gets to regenerate, rejuvenate, it's much like sleep, nearly just like sleep, where all of the functions of your body function on their own, because that's what they do. They're such a gift to your body. Your, your conscious awareness moves all those functioning parts together, right, in your vessel. And while your vessel is just doing its thing, living, breathing, being, your space of imagination shows you whether it's pictures or words or sounds or smells or tastes even in that space of presence, right? So that meditative space of presence, it's not about you know, being quiet, you have to hear nothing and there could be nothing in your brain, absolutely nothing. How many times have you heard that, right? Get to, this, get to the meditative space. Your goal is to hear nothing. Well, uh, I'm not certain that's actually true in that space because there's always something. Like how could you shut it out completely? We're consciously aware of beings who have like bazillion bits of pieces of information energetically floating at us just by mere being alive right? And it's coming from everywhere. If it's not coming from like the, the made up space of the electronics, it will be coming from nature as nature speaks from the energies in the air, right? From the world, the trees, we have cars that are whizzing past in the background. A lot of times we're all in a space of awareness of that. So there's a lot of things happening, but what I'm really getting at is this space in your, in your mind, and I say mind because your brain is the physical thing that's in your body. Your mind is the greater awareness of you, right? It's all connected and your infinite intelligence, right? It's the connector to all of that. So if there is in your mind an opening to you receiving information that could be the cause of your shift, wouldn't you want to be open to it? Right? Wouldn't you want to allow that transformational magic 
it seems like I use the word magic because it looks like impossible or feels like, or seems like impossible until it's not right. Until it becomes totally possible because it's happening. There's no denying it. So from that space, wouldn't you know that being calm and being present could deliver the answers to your questions, right? It could deliver that space of possibility and show you the light where you once saw the dark. It can show you the gateway where you once saw the wall. It could show you the things, the thoughts, the feelings, the opportunities that you had not been open to before, but are now. And simply because you've decided to get messy. So that'd be step number three, like commit to getting messy and give yourself permission to go there or standing in that space of like, finally you feel peace and calm and what once felt crunchy and irritating no longer does. Now you're open, right? Now you're, you're willing to go there. Now you're willing to let it in. So the getting messy pieces, your allowance of what you might always have judged not possible for you to suddenly be possible for you, right? It's a free space of receiving. So there's a lot going on in that space and it only requires you to be still, right? Just to be still, that's it. And to be honest, stillness speaks. I know Eckhart Tolle wrote that book, Stillness Speaks. And if you haven't read it, I would encourage you to find yourself in a space where your stillness speaks, right? One of the things, I'll give you this tip for meditation when you want to get into that space if you've not experienced it before was a book that supported me into opening up the gateway for myself. And I have had years and years, a couple, few decades of practice. The very first book I picked up was called The Gap. And it was by, who is that by? His, his name just slipped my mind. Um, he's since passed, but he, I will think of it. And we'll put it in the show notes. The Gap, you can look up the book, The Gap, you'll see it. It created an opportunity for me to see like, what is the space of silence? How can I create that for myself? This space of peace and pause so that I don't hear anything. And so I'll give you the example of what it is. It's, Imagine you were saying, um, like, you know, everyone knows twinkle, twinkle, little star, at least most people do twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder where you are, right? Just those two lines alone would create the opportunity for you to be in meditative space. Now, here's how you do it. I'm going to give you, this is my little secret, little bonus opportunity. It is looking at it like a, a metronome going from the left to the right, back to the left, and back to the right, just slowly. And the metronome on each side, when it hits the tick of one side, and then it goes across, and you can see the needle on your mind's eye, the tick to the other side, you're going to say a word. So to the far left, when you say twinkle, and then you're going to pause, and you're going to watch in your mind's eye the, the metronome needle slide to the other side like flip over to the other side and wait and wait and wait and wait until it actually gets all the way down to the other side when you were to hear another tick from the metronome and that's where you say the second word 
So, right, see how slow it goes? So right now we're on the right-hand side of the metronome tick and you're looking at the arm and it's going to start going back to the other side. So you're watching it go up and fold over to the other side as the metronome does and make the click. And the second it gets the other side, you say little, right? We only said three words, but we've done so much. So we've actually watched this metronome go from side to side, putting one word at each side. Now, here's the magic. When you go from one side to the other, before you say the next word, that gap in the middle before the net metronome hits the other side is the space that you want to be in. It is the space where you have a pause, a deliberate pause where you can breathe and you'll find your mind will try to grab something in that way. It's pretty fascinating. But you're deliberately causing a pause. So let's, let's create that space one more time so you can actually understand what it feels like. So it is going from the left side with a metronome, right? We're going to go from the left side to the right side. Imagine in your mind, we're going to say twinkle, twinkle, little star. So on the left side, it's twinkle. And then we watch in our mind's eye, the metronome, the arm is going up to the 12 o'clock position. It's going around to one, two, it hits the three o'clock position to go tick. You say twinkle. We're watching it go back up to one, 12 o'clock. Then it goes back 11, 10, nine o'clock tick, right? Now it's at the other side. You're saying little. So twinkle, twinkle, little star right so i use my finger make your finger be the metronome go back to each side back and forth use twinkle twinkle little stars you don't have to think about the words you already know it if you don't know it find another you know some type of little song that you know that you can use and every time you do it the gap in between before you say the next word go slower and slower so the gap between the words becomes the pause, becomes the gap itself. And that gap will take you deep into yourself, into the pause. Because in your mind, there's many things happening here. In your mind, the only thing you're thinking of is what the next word will be. You only have one word to say when you get to the other side and it's really simple, but you're not allowing yourself to think of anything else. You're not thinking of breakfast or your grocery list or anything in between you're just holding the space until you get to the other side with that you know your finger metronome in order to say that next word and you don't want to forget the next words you only have one word really truly in your head and that gap as you go slower becomes longer and longer and longer and you might get through the entire little song of twinkle twinkle little star but as you go, you might only get through four words or six words, depending on how slow you go. So my invitation, we're going to go into a break. My invitation to you is practice it. Do it right now. Do the gap meditation. And um, while you're doing that, I'm going to go uh, remember where that came from and how I learned it. So we're going to go off to a break. Can't wait to share more with you right after this break. You're listening to the Crossroads to Awakening show with Wendy Pocket. We'll be right back. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer? 
CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, so I looked it up and it's Dr. Wayne Dyer. You know, it's only because I was looking at the book in my mind. I could see the colors of it and the title, but not the, uh, the author. Anyway. So that was the very first book on meditation that I used in order to be very present to myself and create a space of meditation. And it literally changed my life. It changed my life. So because I was able to access that book and really be present with it and practice the gap, I probably practiced it for, gosh, I don't know, a year or so. I can't recall. It's been decades. Because I practiced it, I was able to experience a different experience every time. I got into the space of uh, feeling my body shift, feeling my mind shift, like receiving information coming in that I know darn well, it wasn't in my, like my mind right now. It was brilliant um, big ideas and answers to questions that I had. And even when I thought about other people, information would come in for them and the experience of them. And really, I opened myself up to an infinite consciousness that um, I wasn't aware what it felt like to be in that space to receive until I did that. So my invitation to you would be to get it. At the time, I believe it had a DVD. <laughs> so I don't know when the last time you saw a DVD was, but it had a DVD right in the book where I believe you could hear him speaking. And I know that mine's not in my book any longer, but the book is all you need. And the practice itself, it has a tradition. It's not something that he made up. It has been around for uh, eons. So go get, get that book and listen to it or really listen to it, read it and practice. If this is something that's not familiar to you and get into that space where you can own the freedom of not being attached so to things the way they are right now. That's how we get to shift this world. The world will change when we do. So whatever's not working, give yourself the gift of transformational magic for yourself. It's a practice that you can create all by yourself. You don't need anyone else. You get to create it for yourself on purpose. And when you create it for yourself, it will shift the way you're physical reality shows up for you. And yes, it will shift other people because this is a holographic reality. We are one and oneness is. And as we look at the things outside of us, we are seeing ourselves. It is true. It is magic. It is amazing. And we get to create the peace that we're all after. The gifts we've been given through the pandemic, which last far longer than anyone of us anticipated, is the gift of knowing that we are the change. 
we be the change we're looking for. We get to choose that. We get to create it. So this is one of the tools in transformational magic that you can choose for yourself. And if you like, don't take my word for it at all. Do it yourself and be your own evidence that it is possible because it is right. I'm not just saying it so that I have an episode to a show. I am delivering it because it is possible for you. It was possible for me. I use it every day. I've taught it many, many times to thousands of people. It's possible for you. So choose it. So my invitation would be do what I did. Go get the book, The Gap and practice it or listen to this episode and walk yourself through it or catch me at wendypocket.com and I will send you my own version of it, walk you through it just like we did on here. So you get to listen to it. I could put music to it if you want, but send me a message and be your own advocate for yourself. So I look forward to seeing you next week on our show, wherever that may be, some type of transformational magic, I'm sure. But in the meantime, my invitation to you is take yourself on, be the presence and the light and the change that we get to see in the world. The world needs you right? You are it. You are the magic. You are the transformation. You are the light. So be it in the world and walk us all into it with you as you choose it deliberately and take yourself on, take on that space of looking yourself in the mirror and creating from that space of getting messy because you would rather get messy because you decided you are going to do that for yourself than you would have someone else be the cause of that right? You know, if you're going to come into something that's going to take you blindsided, it's a far greater leap to pull yourself through it than it is if you decide that's what you're going to do, right? You're going to give yourself permission to get messy with yourself and be the cause and creation of your own possibilities. It will shift. It will experience as magic because it's not something you have ever expected until you decide it's so. And then it is, right? And so it is. And so I'm a, a walking, living experience of what gets to be shifted every single day for me. You are that for yourself. There's no doubt. And I'm a powerful stand for you to have that. And I'll stand right by you. I'll, in fact, walk you through it. I will send you something that will be the cause of you walking into it and creating magic in your world. Just reach out. That is your power to create. So find me at wendypocket.com. Look in the show notes, whatever, wherever you listen to this, wherever you saw this, and let's get your party started. There's no time like now. That is your invitation. So have a beautiful, magical day and experience yourself in this beautiful magic one step closer to you. Have a magnificent afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you're at in the world. I'm sending you love. See you next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet you at the Crossroads.